Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools to make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. You can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast. And the audio is amazing. This is what I used when I first started my podcast and it is a great app. It's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast, send it away, and Anchor will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to li- you can send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here. I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money off the podcast. Not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry and corn dogs because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the App Store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right. Now enjoy the show. Hello, you filthy animals. If you're interested in live comedy dates and more content, you can visit my website at laughingmike.com. That's laughingmike, L-A-U-G-H-I-N-G-M-I-K-E.com. All right. Hello. 
Hello and welcome to another episode of Easily Irritated with Mike McCowan. And happy Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving special episode of Easily Irritated. Had a lot of Thanksgivings. 29 of them. Some good. Well, I guess this would be the 29th, right? This year. I haven't experienced this one yet. But I have... um. Low hopes for it. Um, you know, what? what is Thanksgiving? Just an excuse to eat a bunch of food and dessert like a fat fuck? I mean, you spend time with your family, but you also do that during Christmas. All right? It's a, just a precursor. It's a pit stop on the way to Christmas. Uh, my family camps on Thanksgiving. They go four-wheeling, like off-roading with Jeeps, uh, which is just essentially crawling up rock waterfalls at a slow, creeping pace for six hours all day. It's going to rain in Florence, but they're going anyway because they like it. They like camping with the big RVs and the big Jeeps and the buggies and the rhinos and the motorcycles and the fire pits. And that's cool, you know? Good for them. I like camping, you know? For short periods of time, not for six days. You know, not a huge cheap person. Could care less. I'm barely a fishing person. I had a friend visit from out of town. You know, ironically, he's a detention officer in Texas. But uh, he's really into fishing, you know? And I didn't know. I thought we were going to one pond, you know, that I watch him fish a little bit and maybe hold the pole a few times, you know, if I catch something, coolsies, manoolsies, but not, it's not a big deal, you know, didn't expect to go to three. I was about to say four. See, I'm exaggerating Nelly, but, uh, yeah, we went to three different places. Well, I guess only because two of them were closed. You know, the first time we caught a lot of fish, uh, perch, tiny little baby fish. And, um, you know, they were, we, he was using them as bait. So they didn't live a long time. But, you know, in the cold, in the winter, in Arizona, because that's where my family lives, you know, it's where I'm at in my life. In the cold, by the water, we're just waiting there. Not allowed to play music or podcasts, so I had to plug in my earpiece. Well, we have to sit in the silence. I don't like silence, all right? Get uncomfortable by silence. Have to hear something. I was trapped in the hole for 39 days. You think I didn't talk to myself? Come on, man. No. But I caught four fish, four perch, four small little fish. Um, I had the chance to let them go or give them to my friend to use them for bait. I chose uh, the latter. You know, fuck those fish. They don't have eyebrows. They don't mean anything to me. Then I can't express pain. But how shitty would it be 
I forgot who said that. What comedian actually said the eyebrow thing? But you know what? It's true. I like it. You know? How shitty would it be? You're sitting in your living room, you know? You go outside to take a smoke break. You know? Hit the bong. Smoke a cigarette. Get some fresh air. Let the dogs out. I don't know what you do outside, but you step outside. And there, when you step outside, it's a steak dinner. And you say, fuck yeah. A free steak dinner in my backyard. I'm going to have a bite. And then you take a bite and a hook slides down your throat or through your lip at the very best. And you get yanked out of your nice little underwater home to foreign substances called air. And you can't even breathe anymore, man. You're just gasping. And someone shoves you in a plastic bag filled with corn and zips it up. I'm not saying that happened. But if it did happen, it would be a brutal way to die. Anyway, allegedly... You know, but they're fish, so there's no fish laws, is there? You have a fishing license, and that's it. You can just kill fish. So strange. Like, getting tags for animals to hunt and stuff. I get that. That makes sense. But you could just fish willy-nilly if you pay $25 to the Walmart or the fishing game or wherever you pay that to. Seems banana pants to me. But whatevs. There's a lot of man-made lakes here they just chuck them full of fish maybe to control the bug population i'm not really sure but they just let people fish out of them like i feel like that's a little unsportsmanlike you know say the least they have nowhere to go at least in a stream they can swim upstream they can swim downstream they can side to side stream it you know there's a little bit of a challenge you have to get them to follow your your line With your bait and your shininess. I don't know. Fish stuff. Anyway, I forgot what I was talking about before the fish stuff. Yeah. Something about Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. The fishing was almost too much for me. I got back at 4 a.m. I slept into 1. I'd like to say that's an unusual thing for me. But... Unfortunately, I'm a piece of shit lately. I was sleeping into one for three days in a row. Maybe four, two days. Two days in a row? Three days, but one day in between where I woke up early. One day where I wasn't a complete piece of shit. (sighs) No. Six days, that's too long to camp. In an RV, you know... It's having problems already with a bunch of people that I don't really know, nor care to. You know, I'd rather be with, uh, you know, my friend. Uh, let's call him Arnold and his wife, Andrea. Andrea and Arnold. And I want to hang out with them, you know? They invited me to Thanksgiving, going to Thanksgiving with them. I've had a lot of Thanksgivings that are little banana pants, you know, while growing up. 
got in a lot of fights on Thanksgiving, mostly by my cousin, you know, my cousin Arnold, different Arnold, same name. And uh, he had some anger problems. Huh? I mean, I think I'm pretty sure he married a fat um, Latino. We call them BBWs because there ain't nothing beautiful about that one. But whatevs, tell yourself whatever you want, broski. Maybe your personality's a maze. Because mine sure not. On the outside, I'm a perfect dime piece. On the inside, uh, five, six-ish, maybe an eight. I don't know. Depends on the day, really. Uh, anyway, yeah, always got in fights with that kid. Playing games. Probably because I was better at tag and capture the flag than him. I talked a lot of shit. It's usually what leads me into bad situations. In jail, in real life, growing up, pretty much no one would try to beat my ass ever if I just kept my mouth shut. But I refuse to because you're not going to talk down to me. Also, we're being competitive. We're playing a sport-like game. I'm not allowed to talk a little shit to try to get in your head. Apparently, I won because you hit me, bro. You hit me. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's all this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's that's going to be super annoying, and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all you need to create a podcast. They upload, you upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it, and they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere you can listen to a podcast you will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, let's say I do develop a fan following. Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know is you don't even have to have a minimal listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money, but you know, two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So the answer to every one of these questions is simple. 
Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Why well, have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you're uh, losing your hair and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast. Advertisers, advertisers, advertisers know your demographic, all right? They know the message you're trying to get out, and they will match sponsors to you, to the content that you offer. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, all you have to do, it's, it's not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash start. And uh, you'll get started. You'll make your podcast. You'll make money. Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might even fail to comparison have how massive your show is, mans, dudes, whoa, mans. Join the revolution of podcasting. Now, back to the show. I'm not going to lie to you guys and say I won any of those Thanksgiving roundabouts with my cousin because I didn't, right? I've always been the the spindly one. I don't like violence, you know? I've only been in one real fight that I've fought back and for sure started, all right? I've started a lot of fights, but I haven't contributed in physical violence to any of them except for one, right? It was probably when I was around 24, 23. I think I was 23. And there's just this kid, just this smug, cock-sucking kid. He wasn't gay. He was just a regular, smug bastard. And uh, I didn't like him. His name was Cain. I didn't like Cain. I didn't like him at all. You'd always talk down to me, make jokes at my expense. You don't know me, Cain. Never liked him. Thought he was a fuck-up. And that's me saying that, all right? I'm a fuck-up. If I'm saying someone's a fuck-up, then they're for sure a fuck-up. But anyway, I was having a really bad day one day. I got picked. For uh, jury duty, randomly. Flame on, the lit cigar in his mouth. Kicked gasoline on fire toward his face. But that that's the story I wanted to say today. No, 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 not this. Not this whole AA meeting thing. That just pisses me off. Come on. I already had to go to the Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. 
people are telling their sob stories up there, and I'm just thinking, yeah, that's sad. But I'm not contributing to this sadness. You know, I felt like after all this time of self-reflecting, maybe I could count, like conjure up some kind of like remorse feeling, maybe some kind of guilt, because I, after all, I signed a plea saying that I was guilty. But did I feel it, though? Did I feel guilty? Or did I feel bone-dry innocent the entire fucking time? Now, I'm not saying I'm a saint, all right? Have we all driven when we probably shouldn't have? Yeah. Were the cops there any of those times? Uh, no. I'm only upset about that time because that time in the Fry's parking lot, I was actually innocent. In theory, I guess, technically, allegedly, I was innocent. I guess it's already taken care of. They signed the guilty plea. Or you served the jail time for it. Already did the Mothers Against Drunk Driving panel and the drug assessment stuff. But I swear to fucking God, man, if I have to go to AA for this bullshit, AA, that's Alcoholics Anonymous, all right? That's for alcoholics. It irritates me. Alcoholics Anonymous. Really? I already have to get randomly drug tested. When I wake up in the morning, I have to dial a number. And that number goes to an automated little voice. And then I have to type in another number. And then that little voice tells me if I have to go catch a Uber or a Lyft or ask somebody for a ride because I can't drive anymore. Because my license is revoked. And I need to know if I need to go drive to a clinic in 30 minutes away from me to see if I need to get drug tested. I have to call every single fucking day, whether it's a Sunday or fucking Christmas. I don't even cuss this much. I'm just angry. <sighs> It says that I need to install a breathalyzer into my car after I get my license back. And I have to keep it in there for a year. I have to pay $75 a month. And then $1,500 up front to install it. It's never going to pick up any alcohol. Because I don't drink at the very, at the very most. It'll stop working because I decide to eat pizza in my car. Because of the yeast, it'll throw it off. Throws off the sensors. Any kind of bread, really. You can have a peanut butter jelly sandwich. But pizzas have a lot of yeast. Anyway. 
you know, hopefully things get better 2020, you know? Hopefully things look up. Meet a lady, hopefully. Meet a pretty, smart, funny, sarcastic lady. <sighs> Move out. My family's home. I don't know why I said that weird. My family's home. Be more in the city. Be able to do spots more easily. But yeah. I don't want to make this episode any more any longer than it needs to be. Shared with you guys a little about my life. You know, in a more intimate way than I normally do. A little more emotionally uh, elevated than normal, you know? Because it irritates me. Usually a little resting heartbeat, but whatever, you know? Things happen. Anyway, I'll tell you guys that story on the next episode of Easily Irritated. Anyway, for live comedy dates, go to laughingmike.com. And, uh, you know, follow me on social media, Mike McCowan Stand Up on Instagram. And just Mike McCowan on Facebook. Anyway, happy holidays. And if you enjoy the podcast, tell a friend. Now, where are those sausages? No, not those sausages. The dildos. Uh, acting a little off. You need people that love you that can tell you to stop being a douchebag. And that's what my friends did to me. In the form of mockery, which is always the best form. Because it really makes you pay attention. And really makes you want to change your ways. Because you don't want to be mocked anymore. It's my... My condo is immaculate. It's clean. It's decorated. Almost. I need to get some more art up on the walls. But I keep everything nice. Because I don't want that reputation anymore. But that's the whole purpose of putting into effort. Exercising. You know, doing your hair. You know, tweezing your face and your eyebrows. And your loose nose hairs and shit. Trimming your man junk. Or woman junk. You know? Clean yourself up. Make yourself presentable to society. You're skinny. Same thing. Eat more. Exercise more. I'm talking to myself too. Broskis. Chiquitas. Non-binaries. We should all be better versions of ourselves. Like... I think Adele's beautiful. She was beautiful before, but she's even more beautiful now. And, uh, people need to stop, uh, hating so much, you know? It's like the idea of fat models. You ever walk in a Target and look at all the mannequins? They are all plus-size mannequins. All of them. They're all plus-size mannequins. Again, because we want to instill the image that big is beautiful. Everybody's beautiful in their own way. But if you're a giant fat person or a really skinny person and you suddenly get healthy and fit and exercise and probably prolong your life a little, you're probably a better version of yourself. So I don't know what to tell you. Go slip on the banana slide because you're banana pants. 
I don't even know what that say, statement meant. But they are crazy. Anyways, let's take a break, skis, for our sponsors. Anchor. Uh, it's going to pop right in for a second. But real quick, skis, just to refresh. When I first started my podcast, I did use Anchor. It was a... Uh, it's really easy because it kind of platform it broadcasts on all the platforms, you know. You just upload it on Anchor, but Anchor uploads it for you on Apple Casts and Google Casts and uh Podbean and Spotify. And um you can update your like album cover or you know, your podcast album art and uh thumbnail, whatever you want to call it. And uh, you can change it per episode. It's real cool. The, all the editing's really easy. You can do it on your phone if you really wanted to. The audio's really good. I use a... Oh, excuse me. I burped again. I use a microphone. But that's just because, you know... I want this to be a business and not just a hobby. And uh, it's cool. They do hook you up with sponsors right away so you can make money. I mean, obviously, that depends on your listenership. So, you know, you get a $20 sponsor doesn't mean you're making $20. You you can make up to $20 before your ad expires. But, you know, and obviously, the more listeners you have, the higher those sponsors will become, the prices and everything. You know, it's like any business. you got to market it. you got to, you know, groom it. You know, most businesses fail. That's just it. Most podcasts are just podcasts, and nobody will listen to them. But on the off chance that you do and you are uh, successful at it, uh, Anchor's a pretty cool tool, and uh, I'd use it. It's 82 degrees out and partially sunny here in the Comedy Cult Studios in beautiful Gilbert, Arizona. And we're back, here at Easily Irritated. Hail to the comedy cult, and to the leader, that's me, Mike Templeton. Now, my sweet wolf children, my colties, we're back. I thought it was super crazy, you know, the Georgia shooting. Because that happened in February. It's just now gaining traction. And in between that, there was a pandemic. And in during the pandemic, the CDC and the government and everybody told black men, please don't go out of your homes without wearing masks or bandanas to stop the spread of the virus. And the black community collectively told the U.S. government and the CDC to go fuck themselves because people, black people get shot anyway for doing regular things that regular people often do. So why would you wear a mask? Could you imagine if the, I'm not going to say his name anymore, but the dude from Georgia, the kid that got shot, imagine if he was wearing a mask. They already used the excuse that, well, uh, 
You know, it was a citizen's arrest. There was a lot of thefts in the area, and he was running. He was in run. He was in a running outfit, bro. He was in a jogging outfit. Could you imagine if he was wearing a mask? Well, he was wearing a mask. He looked like a robber. Come on, man. We're not... I didn't say we. I'm not black. But it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying I'm, I don't want to group myself into a race I'm not. But I'm just saying... Of course they said go fuck themselves. Because, I mean, they didn't say that verbatim. I'm, I'm ad-libbing. But essentially that was the... That was the Intent, you know? Their implication. Saying, hey, you kill people that don't look like you anyway. You say that we're thugs and thieves and liars. So why would we cover ourselves and look like a robber and give you more of a valid reason to do what you're already doing? But anyway... Maybe some of those people will be killed off during the virus, you know? You can only hope. People are saying, oh, look at all these deaths. But we're forgetting. We're an overpopulated Earth right now, all right? We're just popping. Tons of babies are born every minute. I'll look that up really quick. I think there's like a count. How many babies are... i turn off the system noise so you guys don't hear that. Let's see. How many babies are born in a minute? Oh my god, there is a counter. There it is. 250 babies born every minute across the world and over 130 million a year. All right? We're overpopulated. We could lose a few people. Everybody treats this like it's a bad thing. Like, oh, my grandma's dying. Your grandma was 88. How many years did she really have left? All right? How many years did Mima really have left? You're, you're sad that they died of COVID? Of a lung disease? They would have gotten pneumonia and died anyway. Anybody at the end of your life, your body can't repair itself anymore, so you get any disease. It doesn't matter. A cold, a a cough, uh, a, a thing in the air, the flu, it all turns to pneumonia, and that's what we all die of, for the most part. I'm not a scientist. But, like, people say Freddie Mercury died of AIDS. He had AIDS, yes, But he died of pneumonia. He just didn't have any antibodies or, you know, any any of the stuff to repair or fight off any viruses or repair itself anymore. Because he fucked it up. And I'm not even talking about the AIDS. Doctors told Freddie Mercury early on, if you stop drinking, you stop doing all the drugs, and you stop smoking cigarettes like a fucking chimney... You can live a long life. But he said, I can't change. Because that'll hinder my music. You know what also hinders your music? Death. Because we don't get to see any of the music that you created 
past 1991 the year that you died. I was one years old. I didn't get to hear any new Freddie Mercury music because you didn't want to change your life because that would have hindered your music. But we don't have your music anymore because you didn't change your ways. How much did you really love your fans or really love your music? I think you just really hated your life for whatever reason because you tried to always separate yourself from it. Anybody who does that. Anyway. It's just cray cray banane, you know? I don't even know what I was talking about before. I got sucked into a rant. I love Freddie Mercury. I'm a huge fan of Freddie. You know? Oh yeah, that's the thing. Pneumonia. Yeah. We're all sad about our grandmas and our grandpas and our pop pops and our guy across the street that sells mangoes. I don't know. But they're all going to die. We're all going to die. None of us are immortal. We could die at literally any moment. Some of us are really stupid and get hit by buses and shot by ricocheted bullets that weren't even intended for us. So, you know, we're all going to die. You might as well live your life, enjoy it. Just be safe. Wash your damn hands, right? When you sneeze, don't sneeze in your damn hands. Carry like one of those, you know, mini tissue packs with you in your pocket. Sneeze, throw it away. Wash your hands like a normal person. That's how you don't get sick. That's how you don't get diseases. Take vitamin C. Don't smoke cigarettes. You know? If you want nicotine, try the nicotine patch. Try some nicotine gum. There's ways to do nicotine where you don't have to poison yourself and give yourself cancer. Everyone's going to die. We might as well live life, enjoy it, and just try to be safe. Protect yourselves a little, you know? I mean, for realsies, medeals. I try to be safe, but I also know I'm one of the dumb ones. I'm one of the ditzy ones. I try to be smart, but, you know, I think it's so funny is when people find out you read books, they, they elevate your intelligence in their mind. Oh, you must be an intelligent person because you read. Not correct, sir. That's not, that's not how life works. You see, I am smart. Street smart. I know a lot about comedy. I'm a great writer because I read a lot and I write a lot. But that doesn't mean I'm smart about world stuff. The books that I read are meant for teenagers. They're teen fantasies. I go to the teen section in Barnes & Noble... And I pick out what looks good. But they're always about teenagers. None of the main characters are adults. That's not what I like. My maturity level is that of a teenager. So that's what I like. I might be a 30-year-old man. But that's not what I like. I don't want to... 30-year-old men are boring. I live, my maturity level is that of a free-spirited adolescent. So that's what I want to read about. 
see myself in those characters, you know? Romanticized it because I was homeschooled and I could, didn't get to go to a regular high school and have those kind of friend interactions and romances and get to be a wizard and stuff. So, you, you know, or fight demons, you know, whatever the book has in it. And I like to read manga, which is, you know, Japanese comic books, but you read them from, uh, you read them from right to left instead of from left to right. And I like comic books, and you just read those from left to right. But all those books, and I like H.P. Lovecraft, too, and some of the classics, but they're still not educating you about They're all fiction. I, I don't read nonfiction. I don't want to read about what's actually going on in the world. I want to disassociate from the world and be in my own little cocoon of fantasy, okay? But to just say that everybody who reads is intelligent is just banana pants. Man, there's a lot of dumb people out there that can read. All right? I, I shared a cell with a guy who was reading and following along the words he was reading with a pencil. That's how stupid he was. And he had tattoos on his face. That's another thing. You get a tattoo on your face... You might as well just put a gun to your head and shoot yourself in the head because you're so stupid. Who do you who do you think's going to ever take you seriously unless you're a badass rapper and even then you've made a poor life decision? Do you really think getting an ice cream cone tattooed on your face makes you a badass? I don't care how gangster you are, how many people you've gunned down. You got an ice cream cone tattooed on your face, man. Anything tattooed on your face. It's bad. The Joker got away with it, but he's batshit insane. Alright? He's a criminal and a fictional character. So, unless you're a fictional character, don't begin tattoos on your face. It's just a poor life decision. If you want to get a neck tattoo, go for it. Not on your face. Stay away from your jawline. You can cover all that shit up. You can't cover your face. And I know some people might be offended that I said if you get a tattoo on your face, you're so dumb, you should put a gun to your head and kill yourself. And I want everyone to know I meant that. Because you should not get tattoos on your face. It's your face. It's like, hey, guys, I'm going to put a unicorn horn and I'm going to drill it through my skull and it's going to be permanent. If I ever get it removed, there's a chance they might pull out some of my brain matter and make me make me the R word. All right. They might make me mentally unstable, possibly dead, possibly in a coma. We don't know, okay? And everybody, I hope, would say, that's really stupid. Why the fuck would you do that to yourself? You're going to have a unicorn horn sticking out of your forehead like a dick? Like a hard dick? Just walking around? Just, what, are you going to, like, headbutt people? You're going to fuck girls with it? Like, 
Why are you going to get that on your head? I have the, that's the same confusion with face tattoos, okay? Why? Well, I just want, I asked the guy I shared the cell with. I said, why'd you get the tattoo on your face? He's like, well, you know, it's uh, Tony, but Louis Vuitton's my favorite, Tony Vuitton. Louis, Louis Vuitton's my favorite brand right now in Arizona, so I don't even need a heat lamp. It's awesome. And I'll film the whole thing. Don't worry. It'll be like a podcast that I do on Patreon. You know? I feel like if I'm going to sculpt it, I might as well do it for you guys. You know? Then if you want to learn how to sculpt, I'll show some pointers. I'm actually technically a master sculptor. You know? I'm working on being a master comedian. I've only done comedy for 11 years. 